Hello and welcome to the Flight of the Champions podcast. This is the show where listeners come to learn all about the art of unlocked racing. My name is Jeff Armand and I am your host. Good day to our listeners. Welcome once again to Flight of the Champions podcast. And today I have the pleasure of introducing to you our operations manager, Kevin Fry, who uh, has been with us for a while. He's going to talk to you about what he does and what contribution he can make or does make to the operation. Welcome, Kevin. Hello. Thanks for having me, Jeff, on your podcast uh, this morning. My name's Kevin. I've been pulled back with uh, the Pigeon Race for four and a half years now, although I was there in the beginning where Jeff asked me to come and assist him to help set it up in the first season. I took a, a, an already prearranged couple of years break, and then I've been back for four and a half years. And it's been a really interesting journey. Yeah, thanks, Kevin. What exactly do you do? In terms of a person, um, I originally specialized in hospitality, um, and that's where, where my beginnings began, um, here in Victoria Falls. Um, I've been here for 17 years, and I suppose I've adapted a lot of my sort of management skills that I've learned over the years into becoming the operations manager and administration manager for the Pigeon Race, as well as there being a good hospitality side to the race itself, because um, for those that have been to the race and those who have never, I'm, I'm the gentleman that puts together the final race week and the events that happen in and around Vic Falls, as well as administrating the company itself throughout the year. Yeah, thanks, Kevin. And your passion, you know, what, what exactly do you like to do? Tell the listeners what you enjoy doing. So um, from a hobby perspective, I'm an outdoors man. So Victoria Falls being probably one of the best places in the world to do that. Um, I spend a lot of time outdoors, fishing with nature, wildlife. We have some of the best wildlife in the world here. Um, I'm involved in, you know, my personal life in a few charities that look after wildlife, anti-poaching in areas like that. That's a passion of mine. Um, obviously, because that being involved involved in animals and birding brought me on a collision course let's say with a pigeon race um, whilst they're not wild animals um, you know my passion for animals uh, has brought a merger into my call it career now and um, and my hobbies yeah Kevin and uh, you have a particular flair for catering actually uh, it's pretty good when you find the time to do it so I mean wh- where does that stem from um, so funny story actually. It was uh, it was picking the wrong course um, in my college days. When I left school, I actually went to chef school um, to begin because cooking was a passion. Just naturally, uh, out of three kids, three siblings that we are, my brother and sister didn't like cooking at all. Uh, my mom, like most moms, is a fantastic cook, um, and I, as a kid, grew up helping mom cooking. Thought it would be a good career path. Um, so I studied chefing for two years before I changed my course to full hospitality management. Um, and it's still a passion of mine. I'm obviously not prof- professionally, but I love, I love cooking. I love catering. And that's where it stems from. And Kevin, I think you've been pretty modest about uh, what you've done. I mean, you have the nickname of being the mayor of Victoria Falls. I mean, what are you doing apart from what you do for us in your, your spare time? You sort of alluded uh, very quickly to some of the wildlife activities, but what what other activities are you helping the community with? So I'm probably what we would call a, a committee addict, shall I call it that way. Um, I'm the chairman of our uh, local boat club. 
um, which is a community club uh, here that is it's a non-profit place it's just a place for everyone in Vic Falls to escape from I'm a member of an organization called Roundtable International which is a charity-based company um, of young men under the age of 40 that whilst through their business lives their social lives um, whilst enjoying raise money for various charities we look after old age people orphans wildlife anti-poaching awareness all sorts i'm involved in a couple of other trusts more as an assister to protect wildlife in and around victoria falls area and beyond i am known as one of the local snake catchers so um, obviously in africa we have quite a lot of snakes so the hotels rely on a few of us that uh, remove snakes safely and release them in the wild as opposed to destroying them and probably off the cuff of my head quite a few other things that i seem to get my foot involved in well it's really uh it's great to have a guy like you on board, you know, with your passion for what you do. We also have, as a race, a passion for wildlife. And we, we support the Victoria Falls Wildlife Trust when we're able. We sponsor some of the things that they do. They have a number of charities themselves that they support. Rather than us support half a dozen charities, we channel everything through the Victoria Falls Wildlife Trust. Some of the money that we receive from entrants, for instance, on donor birds and and what have you, uh, is channeled to the Victoria Falls Wildlife Trust. So I think a lot of that now is is up Kevin's street and dovetails well into what he does. Kevin, can you just tell us or tell the listeners a little bit about Victoria Falls? I mean, what has Victoria Falls, apart from the race that we have, what else does it have to offer? Wow, so uh, Victoria Falls, obviously the name is where we should begin. Victoria Falls is um, the name of a, a waterfall we have here. And that happens to be the largest, um, not highest, largest waterfall in the world or largest continuous curtain of water. It's approximately a mile long. It was named after Queen Victoria from the UK. David Livingston, one of her explorers, was uh, the first uh, European to discover those falls. It is also one of the seven natural wonders of the world, officially. So it is, a, by a natural cause, become one of the biggest tourist destinations or must-do bucket list items for tourism worldwide. So that's the main thing. Having said that, uh, Victoria Falls Town lies within an, uh, a national park region um, between Zambia, Zimbabwe, and Botswana and is about 100 kilometers from Zimbabwe's own largest national park. These three countries, Zimbabwe, Zambia and Botswana, are probably one of the best known destinations for wildlife in the world. We obviously specialize in big game. You may have heard of the big five, which is your elephant, your rhino, your African lion, leopard and buffalo. And that's just the beginning. Um, our wildlife experiences are, are absolutely incredible. So based on the fact that we are fairly central in Africa, Cape Town is another big destination and the Delta in Botswana makes a good sort of tourism triangle of things to do in the region. And it's grown a town. Obviously the falls themselves have put the town right next to the falls. And with that comes a whole bunch of activities, hotels, you know, we've got a, a lovely river, sunset cruises. We've got adrenaline stuff for those a little bit more adventures you can do. The second highest bungee jump in the world, I think it is. Gorge swings, zip lining, the most concentrated grade five rapids in the walls for those who like a bit of whitewater rafting. Then you've got more settled stuff, you know, safaris and game drives, river cruises, dinner cruises some really interesting dining options. We here in Victoria Falls, we, we know how to host. Let's put it that way. And, and we can fill a package for you at the blink of an eye. 
Yeah, and I mean, it can be tailor-made. Uh, if you get hold of us, if you want to do other things other than just come to the race, we can certainly suggest things for you within the region. A lot of times people fly in and fly out, but there's so much more to do than that. We're really proud and, and happy to do that. The actual access to Victoria Falls, can you comment on how people get you? I mean, you know, it's all very well to say that you can come here and it's got all this fancy stuff, but a lot of people don't like driving long way and roads aren't great so how would one come to victoria falls there's a couple of options um obviously in in more recent years victoria falls itself has grown um to a point where a couple of years ago they they upgraded our airport massively uh, for wide-bodied aircraft since that's happened two airlines kenya airways and ethiopian airlines flying direct from um, both other african destinations but those two destinations are hubs to pretty much every continent on the planet so you know from a bit of advice to us or checking on those airlines you can actually with a, a one stop over fly from anywhere in the world to victoria falls now there is a bigger hub in africa which which are more direct uh, to johannesburg which is in south africa um, which is a, a neighboring country of zimbabwe so that's a good option and daily i think now if i'm not mistaken there are about six flights a day from johannesburg into victoria falls uh, which is only an hour and a half flight. Um, so long haul flights to Johannesburg and then a quick hop to us or into Ethiopia and Kenya. So basically everywhere in the world is accessible to Victoria Falls now. Yeah, and um, a lot of people, you've also alluded to it as well. It's it's a bucket list destination. You know, if you've never been here, uh, even if you don't raise pigeons, it's recommended that you see the falls and tick it off. Obviously, we'd love to see you, and, and we put on quite a good program for the few days prior to the race. And uh, Kevin does all the organizing for that, and everything's booked through him. And, and by the way, if you book through him, he does have uh, concessionary rates and what have you. You can, of course, book direct if you like. But uh, if you book through Kevin, then then you may get a better deal. So that's that's what we do. But just very quickly, Kev, can you just uh, explain to the listeners about our race week? So I, I will begin with, um, there's two aspects to the answer of this question. Um, uh, firstly is, is accommodation on the, on the race week. Our partners in the, in the race have actually built a, a fantastic lodge, a really reasonable lodge um, on the property next door to the lodge, uh, sorry, to the loft. Meaning anyone who comes to the race um, doesn't need to drive, doesn't need to be bussed anywhere. Your accommodation is literally on the doorstep, which is fantastic for us. It's one of the top lodges here. It's called Insika. You can find it online at insika.com. So that, that's the start. And we base a lot of our activities out of there. So for race week, we, we try and make it a week long. Um, we generally will do something fun on the first night, a little bit of a welcome. So we, we're looking at a, at a nice dinner overlooking the gorge to welcome everybody. The next day, we have uh, our basketing uh, for the main race. So we obviously don't put too much on. But there we throw a little bit of speciality into our cuisine. We do what we would call a braai in this area of the world or a giant barbecue. So that's what we're looking at for after the basketing, which is a bit of an interactive social thing. Myself and, and Peter the trainer, which most of you probably know by now, we're the ones on the tongs for you. So, you know, we're cooking a lovely meal for you. Thursday, we're looking this year at a lovely cruise on the river. And when we come back from the cruise uh, at the place we, we dock at, we're going to do a nice dinner under the stars. 
um, with a little bit of uh, African twist to it, some African entertainment uh, for the evening. And then obviously, bang, it's race day. It's uh, everybody on our lawns, our gardens are looking stunning. They do all year round and uh, we put on a lavish lunch, uh, watch the birds come in. Um, and then at this uh, new lodge next door, on the Saturday, we throw up a big uh, prize-giving dinner, a little bit smarter, put on a bit of a jacket and celebrate with those that, um, you know, that have won prizes from all around the world. And hopefully, if you're here and you've won a prize, you might even get a handshake. It's fantastic. We also try and obviously leave a few gaps um, in the day so that you've got a lot of free time. Um, because as I alluded to, there is so much activity and choice here we give a bit of free time and I've got a list of activities you can choose from. You can book through me and in your free time you can be off doing one of those excursions. Um, as well as pre or post tours, we can arrange that for you. You know, there's so much to do, not just in Victoria Falls, in national parks nearby or even neighboring countries, Botswana, Zambia, uh, South Africa. Get on Google, see what there is. We can arrange pretty much anything for you if you want to come for a bit longer and do something around the race. Yeah, thank you, Kevin. Um, just going back to the pigeons for a minute. Uh, Kevin's also responsible for all the, the live streaming and the videoing. Got pretty good at it. And um, just on the pigeon point of view, during the basketing, we also video that and we, we stream it live. We don't allow people to handle the birds that have been basketed, just in case um, some are mishandled. But we do put on morning after the race, we, we do lay out the birds at a point in time. It depends on how, how difficult the race has been and how many we have. But the birds are put out for people to view and to handle if they want to handle birds. We won't allow them to handle birds prior to the race, but certainly the returning birds, the winning birds, will all be laid out in baskets uh, for people to have a look at in case they have an interest in purchasing them on sale later won't be sold at that time. Um, so there is an opportunity to handle the pigeons. Basically everything in a nutshell and what Kevin does, does a lot more things than what he's mentioned here. He's, he, he manages uh, the maintenance staff, the vehicles, the licensing, the food procurement uh, and lots of other issues uh, as well as like, building maintenance and, and so on. And I think that's one of his fortes. He likes to get stuck in and every now and again I see Kevin, he's Looks like he's trawled through the grease pit somewhere. But anyway, that's good That's good on him. So um, I think that brings us to the end of this particular podcast. And uh, we thank you for joining us. And we look forward to talking to you again in the near future. Bye-bye. Please visit our website at www.victoriafallswcpr.com to learn more about how to enter the Victoria Falls World Talent Pigeon Race and remember to follow our social channels to stay up to date on this exciting world-class event. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Victoria Falls WCPR. Thank you for listening and bye for now.